1: It in the zone with the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Yeah, Brandon Ayu. What did he say? He said he's, he's ready to take, off, take, this off. take, off, take off, off this year. He's going to take off here. And I do. And in the reports from Brandon Ayuk coming out of camp is this guy just put dudes in blender. Like he just looks great right now. And,
2: and he looks shredded.
1: Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's coming out. He knows he's got a contract coming up. And mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers for these guys, it is a big year for Debo. And it is a big year for IU. And that's good to have that competition between those two guys. But De- Debo did not have a good season last year. And we, we've talked about this with Debo. He was Superman. Superman in 2021. 121 targets, 77 catches, 1,405 receiving yards, six touchdowns. And then he ended up rushing. What did he score? Another, I know I have it somewhere. 59. Another eight oh, touchdowns, hey, yeah. 365 yards on the ground, and he put the team on it absolutely yeah. on his back. This year he just didn't have a good season: 94 targets, 56 receptions, 632 yards, only five total touchdowns. That's not production for a guy who's one of the top paid receivers in the league, and he's going to be making 28.5 million towards the cap when we get to 2024. So he, he needs to have a big season, and it seems like he, he understands that because the guy coming on the other end, again, I think Brandon Ayuk is ready to absolutely take off. And when you look at what Ayuk has done, his rookie season, he he, paid, he played 12 games. He had an 8% target share. ninety six He had 96 targets in his rookie season, which is a lot. 60 catches, 748 yards, five touchdowns. He only had five drops. Um, that's a very good rookie season. Then he had a really strange, he was in the doghouse to start his second year, still ended up with 84 targets, still ended up with 826 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Only 4.9% target percentage. But then this past year, I thought he really started to take steps to look like he was going to be a big-time receiver in the league. 114 targets, 78 catches, 1,015 yards, eight touchdowns, 6.7 target percentage. This is going to be a year where if, there's a lot of mouths to feed, but I, I believe as is, is they throw the ball downfield a little more, maybe with Purdy, he's going to have a huge season. And one thing going back to Debo he has to do, Debo has always dropped a lot of passes his whole career. His rookie season, he dropped nine, was 11.1%, which is really high. Three that three in uh, his sophomore year, uh, 6.8%. Ten, and even when he was great in 2021, he still dropped 10 passes, 8.3%. And last year there was nine. So that's something Debo's always done he has to get better at, but I think the two of them will raise each other's game. It's a good problem for the Niners, but I'm really interested to see the, how this Brandon Ayuk thing plays out because I think he's having a huge season.
2: My question to you guys, right, is what does that look like? Because last season felt like the season that he took off, right? You know, you, you look at it, it's his first thousand yard season, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and the one the one thing that I really appreciate about Iyuk is that his catch percentage has increased every year his rookie year was 62 and a half his uh, sophomore year was 66.7 and last year it was 68.4 not only that but his yards per reception 12 and a half his rookie year 14.8 uh in 2021 and then 13 yards in 2022 um you know he's he's a weapon he's a big time weapon and my question is what does it look like? for him to take off. That's interesting to me because, you know, I mean, are we thinking, are, are we looking at it and going, well, then it needs to be 1200 yards, right? Is that, is that a, a true, like burst onto the scene type performance? Or is it like Debo in 2021 when he had 1400 yards? Right. But then the question becomes, well, if he's got 1400, where's Debo at, right? Cause when Debo had 1400, Ayuk had eight hundred and twenty six, which is still a lot, especially in a in a an offense that doesn't throw as much as it runs. And I just really feel like, again, the conversation has been Purdy, Darnold, you know, Lance, whatever. It it's undeniable that that Kyle Shanahan trusts Brock Purdy more than any quarterback that he has had in this mm-hmm. system since he's been here, and it's evident by the number of passes that they threw as an offense. Once Purdy came in, I mean, you're talking about a guy that threw damn near 30 times in a game that he came in cold, right? Against Miami. Now, granted, Miami was mugging up and and saying, "Well, with this guy in, we got to stop the run, and and we'll make him beat him, make him beat us," and 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 he did. And I think a lot of teams thought that way. But now the question becomes: Are teams going to still do that? Are they still going to try and take away the run and make Brock Purdy beat them, or are they going to try and make Brock Purdy proved that you know last year wasn't a fluke, but I do think that this offense is going to throw more than they have in the past, and that's mm-hmm. where it becomes really interesting. Like, are you going to have two one thousand yard receivers? Um, you know, is Brandon Ayuk going to become the first 49 49er since Anquan Bolden to have back to back one thousand yard seasons? I think that's almost, uh, uh, I mean, barring injury, I think that is a, a a foregone conclusion in my eyes. But then again, what does Debo look like? What does McCaffrey look like? What does Kittle look like? Like you said, Al, there's just a ton of mouths to feed. But you know, I think I've said it before. I think Brandon Ayuk is a better wide receiver than Debo Samuel. I don't think there's really many people in the NFL better with the football in their hands than than Debo Samuel. But that doesn't necessarily portend to being a great wide receiver. And so it's just it's just interesting to me, you know, to feel like Ayuk still feels a little underrated, and he takes that personally. And and I kind of appreciate that because. You know that means that he's ready to 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 show that he's got that dog in him, and I'm excited to see what it what it what it means for this offense, but specifically what it means for him and the numbers that he puts up next year. Guys, what an embarrassment of riches! Like, listen to what? us right now. Listen, mm-hmm.
0: to, listen, the to guys we're talk, talking about: Debo Samuel, All Pro; George Kittle, All Pro; Bren Ayuk, Up and Coming Star, Stud; Christian McCaffrey, MVP. Like, it's just it's absurd. It's absurd. The level of talent that they have right now. And I think that look to me, the, the key to the offense will be Christian McCaffrey. That's what I think the key is because there is no defense in the league. That's going to match up with that. You can't, you cannot cover that. You cannot. The only guy that I trust more with the ball in his hands outside of Debo is Christian McCaffrey in terms of making a big play because he is that dude. He's always been that dude. Brian, you tweeted out earlier today that, I can't believe that the Panthers traded Christian McCaffrey to Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> and I have to pinch myself too. I, I like You sometimes forget, because the very concept of that is so absurd. Christian McCaffrey in this offense, and we only saw half a season worth of that. You're going to get a full season now, a full season of Kyle Shanahan scheming stuff up for Christian McCaffrey, a full offseason for him to, to learn the playbook and to be integrated into this offense, and a full offseason of health for him. And it's just, I think that, sorry, I don't want to detract from the brandon Ayuk discussion, but I think that this is a part of that because as team's key on Christian McCaffrey, it's going to be guys like Ayuk and Debo that will reap the benefits of that, right, down the field. As guys collapse down into the the box because we know what they're going to try to do. They're going to dare Purdy to throw the ball. That's what they're going to try to do. They did that last year. He was successful at it. He was able to overcome that. But they're going to look at that Eagles game as a blueprint to see how to potentially, quote-unquote, stop Brock Purdy. And more teams, it's copycat league. More teams will try to do that. So, yes, there'll be opportunities down the field for both Debo and Ayuk and also Kittle as well, for that matter. So I think that I don't know if there's a 1,000-yard season coming from Ayuk because there's so many mouths to feed. But what I'm expecting is like 800, 800, 800 from McCaffrey, Ayuk, and Debo. That, would that to me, would be a really successful season because that means that it's, it's death by any number of ways for the opposition – And we're not even talking about Kittle, right? So it's spread the ball around. It's hit the open guy. It is not focused on one guy or the other. I I just think that it will be a by committee sort of uh, offensive attack this year. And I think that Kyle's going to take advantage of that and exploit tons of people.
1: So, Brian, you asked what I think it would look like. I'm going to say he is in the 1,200-yard range. And I'm going to say he had eight touchdowns last year. I think he gets 10 he had six games of 80 plus receiving yards last year but only one with over 100 and there's going to be games where he has two catches for 25 yards because of the way they they spread the ball around and they may have big leads and things like that but i can see him having some real big games this year like eight catches for a buck 50 and a couple scores i think he's going to have a couple of those weeks that that put his stats up and then where he has those real big take notice weeks where wow this this dude absolutely balled out tons of yards touchdowns now you mentioned the back-to-back thousand-yard receiving seasons. The only 49ers wide receivers who have ever done that are Rice, Owens, and Bolden. That's it. So John Taylor did it it's two wild. out of three. It is wild. Yeah, John Taylor did it two out of three years, and I don't believe anybody else has has done it in back-to-back. And you think it was Rice for all those years, mm. where he got you know line share everything, and then it went to Owens, and then they had. I don't know. It felt like two decades where they just had awful wide receivers before Crabtree broke through with a thousand-yard season, and then Bolden had the had the back-to-back ones. Um, man, Anquan Bolden, for the short time he was here, underrated. Really, really underrated. Yeah. yeah, I think it was only was it three years or four years, but he he was three. really good. Three years with, with the team. He came yeah. in and he was at the tail end of his career, and he had some really really good seasons with with the, with the Niners um and he had those back to back 1000 yard years so let me see if i could find
2: that guy was a dog man back. that guy oh my
1: god i, I, I that, love bolden
2: that was like that was a Angua bolden was a was a wide receiver that played with like a linebacker's mentality <laughs> I yeah. Love that guy. yeah that guy was so dude awesome. like,
1: 2013 129 targets 85 for 1179 and 7 2014 130 targets 83 for 1062 and 5 and then 2015 111 Um, 69, 789, and four. So you had those two back to backers in 2013, 2014. He He was terrific for this team.